Check this out. Welcome, welcome to the LPA Big Show. Hockey sports, life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us at BLPA Big Show on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones and Trish at Trish Dangle. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest hockey show in the world. Good week, everybody. What's going on? I'm coming to you live, just driving down the road, just cruising, cold beer in hand. Not really. I'm not really drinking and driving. That would be very irresponsible of me. But good week to everybody. It's great to have uh, Trish and Danny Vibes. What's going on, friends? I'm just so excited to be here again and excited to have you on the road. This is a new experience for for us. Yeah, it's fun. I get to see you in two days, both of you, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I just saw Trish two days ago, so. Well, I mean, three, three it's day, been over a week ago. for me, so I'm going through some withdrawals. Yeah, I know. It's hard. It's hard when you don't get time with me, so well, we'll I was remedy that this Nick, weekend. Yeah. yeah, you too. Yeah, we, come on. We have, a, um, uh, we have a lot of things on the docket today, um, but it is good to be here with Danny Vibes and Captain Trish Dangle. Uh, but before <laughs> we before we get there, uh, let, let's talk about our sponsor. This show is proudly brought to you by the Hockey Wolf. Ow, ow, ow. Ooh, you guys are supposed to howl with me. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, shoot. Uh, Sorry. The, ow. Thank you. Uh, Damn, the, Hockey Wolf, the Hockey Wolf is, uh, I mean, they're just a bunch of beer leaguers that created a, a store to sell hockey products, lacrosse products, team products, and they want to help beer leaguers be able to afford to to have cool stuff and so they sponsor our show to to do that kind of stuff we work with them for a bunch of our merch they have blpa branded stuff on their website there will be a link to that uh blpa branded stuff that you can only get through hockey wolf and there's also a pretty big announcement i was talking to them last night uh i think they want to make blpa gloves available uh in stock so people can buy them and get they won't be eagle gloves but uh they will be pretty Even cool better. blpa gloves so oh, come on Dan, get the fuck out. I'll, hang, I'll hang right up on you dad but go check out the uh, uh go check out the hockey wolf ow, 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 ow. Ooh, that one had a little space left, on it you guys left me hanging again but whatever I... <laughs> but nonetheless trish why don't you hit him with the social media Yeah, of course, you can find us on everything on the BLPA Big Show, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Uh, I am Trish Dangle on Twitter. Don't follow me on Instagram. Nick is Nicker Jones on Twitter or the Nicker Jones on Instagram because he's still fighting for the rights to Nicker Jones over there. Uh, Danny Vibes, as usual, if you just say his name three times into a pair of sunglasses, he will appear wherever you are. So be careful about that. Um, and then, of course, rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on YouTube as well um, when we're going live. I don't know, Nick, are we posting our our non-live ones on YouTube? Uh, well, there's no video, but there is audio on YouTube. I think it uploads automatically. Yeah, if you're a YouTube listener, you can find us over there. But just rate, review, subscribe, please. It helps us out, and you can give us some feedback there if you don't want to tweet at us. Perf, perf. Well, uh, big news, big news. Obviously, I mean, there's we have an A champion in the house, captain of an A champion at the Omaha Draft Experience. We got a pretty big tournament coming up. Also, I have my second dose of vaccine, so uh, in 14 days, I'm going to be fully vaccinated from the COVID virus. That's where his energy's coming from. Yeah, that's really where it is today. 
Well, listen, yesterday was a little tough. Seven hours in, I got uh, pretty sick. Um, so I had to pull over and just uh, get to get a, get to a hotel on the side of the road. Uh, but uh, oddly enough, two and a half hours later, I felt perfectly fine. The only lasting thing is my arm really hurts uh, where they where they gave me the old shot. But hey, I'll take a hurt arm over getting COVID. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I think that's a good trade-off. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and then we have the BLPA Bash in Columbus this weekend. Thirty-two teams. That's actually where I'm driving to right now. Uh, I had to go from Omaha to Oklahoma City to get my second dose, and then as soon as I got that that poke, I started driving, and so I'm about uh, two hours outside of uh, Columbus, Ohio, right now. So, nice. Super stoked about this weekend. Yeah, super it's gonna be stoked. a wild one. It's gonna be nuts. Yeah, I heard there's a, heard there's a lot of beer. Yeah, I hear there's uh, upwards of two thousand beers are being brought and Yeah, talk to us more about that. To the players. Um, hey, that's that's nuts. a ton of beers. That's literally a lot. Ton of beer. And, we're know, having a ton of beer. Yeah. Yeah. And we're getting it from but, you know obviously a local place that we love. Yeah, Who's yeah our bar, uh, the coolest yeah. hockey bar. Our bar is the coolest hockey bar out there. Like we've done a lot of things with the R bar, and Mike Dar over there is a. Uh, is uh, basically the definition of a badass motherfucker. And uh, he's always trying to help the BLPA. He plays, him and his wife actually both play beer league in the Columbus area. And it's literally, it's literally right outside the Blue Jacket Stadium. So it's hockey themed. There's even a penalty box in there, a table inside of a penalty box. Uh, you can sit in, which is cool, uh, but it's, it's definitely the perfect game day hangout or you know post game place if you're playing some beer league or going to the Blue Jackets games. Uh, so I, I would I would highly suggest. I mean, you don't see very many hockey themed bars. I think I've been to three of them in my lifetime: the Angry Beaver in Seattle, uh, there's one in St. Louis that the name escapes me, and then the R Bar. So check them out. But yeah, they uh, they're helping us out with the beer. Just uh, I mean, we we, we got to buy a bunch of cans for uh, thirsty beer leaguers because you get thirsty after after hockey games. That's just a scientific fact, and I'm a scientist. I can back that up. So we gotta we gotta keep people hydrated. You know, absolutely. absolutely. But is the question is, is it enough? How you know, much does I, the average beer leaguer drink? That I mean, that's a tough. I mean, if you think about if you think about it in in terms of those numbers, obviously not everybody drinks. I get that, but uh, there's upwards of 500 players registered on the 32 teams, and so you're basically looking at uh, uh, between four and five beers a person. I think that's I think that seems low. I think that seems low if everybody was drinking, but you know, uh, when I did these tournaments, I did an outdoor tournament uh, one time and, and we had 18 teams and we bought 10 kegs and everyone said that wouldn't be enough. And we ended up bringing back four kegs. So it was like, OK, maybe uh, maybe that was just not not the same caliber of beer leaguers that we have in the BLPA. Maybe. Well, and there I have a question in the BLPA. Okay. Do we think that like the ringer division or the whatever will drink more than let's say the bender division yes i do uh, is that just because you're like up there yeah oh we're, oh, we're dan, not the hero. Oh, are you calling dan are, are you calling dan a ringer dan is not a dan, ringer dan is not we know a that <laughs> no i think they will i think it's gonna depend on the team like let's, let's think of our boy you know timmy turner with envious we saw yep. him drinking cincy pretty hard because, yeah so, and I know he's got a team. He's got a team up there. So, and I know two I think teams. I know a few of the guys with him. Does he have two teams of ringers? I thought it was one ringer and one lower. 
well, he has one. Uh, he has one ringer team. Oh, I, I was just saying two teams in total. One oh, ringer yeah. team, and then I think I'm just one saying. in your division. I think he's he's bringing some boys. I know they can drink. Well, hey, I, you know who I think can drink. You know who I think the the high. There's two teams that I think are going to be the drinking teams, and uh, and they're both they're both close to ringer. Like one's in the top the top uh, heroes division. I, I think his team's name is is Hop Hoppy. It's, his, it's part of his last name. Mm-hmm. But uh, then the other one is Hockey Sauce Kit. Uh, the guy that owns Hockey Sauce Kit. Oh, Vinny, Vinny Sauce. Sauce. Oh, I believe uh, that. He, yeah, he's, he's bringing a crew. And I've seen a couple of the, their videos. And uh, I, pl- I plan on drinking and saucing with old Vinny. That's for sure. And maybe he can teach me how to sauce. Those girls. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, listen. I, hey, Trish, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I heard you were the captain of um <laughs> uh, of the team of the why you mad bro team that yeah, won a championship i was voted captain yeah i was allegedly voted captain i was not in the room when that happened so i don't really know how that happened uh, but i came back really? in and found out that i had been voted team captain um i think because of my celebrity status uh so it was a little bit unfair but it was a pleasure to captain that team bunch of beauties on that I'm team s- for sure i'm supposed to ask you a couple questions um, if these came from Big Dad, <laughs> he would. He's not interested. Uh, um, <laughs> I, 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 they were, yeah, no, they were anonymous. Um, mm. One of them is, how do you get your ankles to bend like that? <laughs> so just, I just, uh, I just want to know if that, like, if that's a question you can it's answer. It's a special and... skill. It's a special skill. I've been working on it my whole skating career. Okay. So okay. loose, loose ankles in the tie, and then just like really really pressing down on them while you skate okay and i mean i mean no no uh no surprise why you won i mean obviously you had big dad there who was uh, afraid of my team the weekend before (laughs) same with dan no big deal but um this this weekend you know we had a club hockey allegedly i was on the bench when they were saying we should throw this game so we don't have to play nick's team (laughs) basically i don't think those words were ever said uh 100 percent and they they said team canada basically my team right uh but then they also had uh you also had a club hockey player on there big club hockey player from michigan state university national champion even alex Alex. d1 club baby yeah so uh, she brought the energy basically i I also have a message uh from the rest of the teams uh to your team from this weekend uh let me see if i can pull it up here on my phone while i'm driving uh, I'm a professional kid. Don't do this at home. Uh, oh, here it is. It's get fucked. Get fucked. Yep. I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. Um, well, they that. can all get fucked because we uh, we came out on top. We went 5-0 and oh for the whole weekend. Oh. And our oh, oh, oh. Uh, chemistry was absolutely electric on the ice. Um, oh. And everybody was just like a ton of fun. There was so some you're saying there's chemistry the between you and Big Dad now on the ice? No. Him and I specifically uh, did not get on the ice together. <laughs> Is that we were because you maybe took pairs. too long of shifts? I, I and I will admit, and I told him, and I apologize that I was taking long shifts. And uh, don't ever apologize. It was a dick him. move. No, th- well, this you- was. I also had to apologize to his D partner. You know, so uh, I did take some long shifts, and I sometimes just get like lost on the ice and i don't realize how much time's gone past and then oops i've been out here for way too long um so i did apologize for that because there was some that were pretty egregious so like what what's what's a long shift like 
Are you out there taking seven minute shifties there or what? Honestly, I think he said that one of them was about five minutes and we were in uh, what I thought was kind of a sticky situation and I didn't feel comfortable getting off the ice. Um, Oh, I've been there. I mean, 100%. That's the worst when it's like, I've been out here a while. I'm getting a little tired. But you look on the bench, it's like, but I still feel I'm the best option to be out here. Oh, that oh, was that. that's really humble of you. <laughs> well, yeah, it, no it all depends oh on like you know, who who's the other pairing. It's like, all right, yeah, you know, no, what I think pairing we had is getting really scored solid, on? Yeah, we had really solid defense all around. Like we had two solid defensive pairs, so there was no like loss of getting off the ice. But it was like, am I gonna? Is this gonna turn into a real shitty change and we're gonna get stuck? You know, because um, that's like my biggest fear is like, oh, I made a terrible change and now there's a breakaway. Not that we didn't have a stellar goalie. Um, yeah, your goalie was by hands down the best goalie, uh, and you guys, you guys had a couple of the better players. Um, let, let me ask you this: any any standout moments for you uh, the, outside of outside of winning and and getting voted captain uh, of the A championship team? Uh, any other standout moments for you there, Trish? Um, I don't know that there was like one specific moment. I think it was just the whole weekend. Like it really was start to finish a blast. Um, like our team had a ton of fun together. Everybody was like having a blast off the ice, no matter what team you were on. Um, obviously playing with, um, a club player was like a huge deal for me. So that was a highlight, but, um, yeah, I don't like, it was honestly just the whole weekend or watching Shelly score a hat trick, um, that was that was pretty up there too because she was definitely the number one fan favorite for the entire weekend and watching her in her last game like score three and everybody being super excited for her was awesome That's did you learn yeah it is it truly is i mean it, it's obviously great and she she understands she's like i know it was charity but it still felt awesome to you know to have people that, to make that kind of special for me so uh Definitely top-notch human beings at our BLPA events and our, our draft experiences. Top-notch, mm-hmm. better than any other events. Uh, I, I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, I might be biased, but uh, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and confirm. Top-notch, best people in, in beer league at, are at our events. So if you think that you are a top-notch, quality human being, uh, you should sign up for one of our events. And then we'll let you know if you, uh, if you can be in the club. One. um did you learn anything did you did did you learn anything trish did you learn anything from the last weekend that you were there because i i didn't notice i didn't notice you going as hard at the draft party uh now i was a little bit more busy because it was a bigger uh, a bigger party more more Mm -hmm. teams and players but i I didn't really notice uh you being first night girl like you were in uh ann arbor yeah, I think um, I learned not to take so many shots right off the bat, which was really yeah, helpful. Wrong. So, wrong. like, had some moonshine, obviously, um, and did a couple shots with Shelly. But other than that, I was pacing myself on the beer and just, like, trying to get through the night without blacking out. Yeah, that's not how it's supposed to work. Uh, you did it right <laughs> in Ann Arbor. Yeah, okay, I, uh, I mean, I let's... certainly did kick it off in Ann Arbor. Let's see. Uh, any special person that plays hockey uh, kicking themselves because they didn't come play with you in Omaha. Just curious. My, my biggest guess would be that Dan is absolutely kicking himself for not being there to witness. I don't like missing uh... any of them. All right. (laughs) Like it's never, it's never fun being on the outside, you know, looking in. It's yeah. That that FOMO has got to be pretty bad. 
he's such a dick. What? Um, what, you say Cuomo? I said FOMO. Oh, whatever. <laughs> no, our governor is yep. a dick. FOMO, FOMO's like, a dick, too. He is. He, yeah. like, he preve- like, he prevented me from going to all of them last year, which was super annoying. Um, thankfully, April 1st, those restrictions are gone, so he can get fucked. <laughs> get fucked. So get fucked. April is going to be great. Nice. We got Carl Springs. We got Vegas. I can't wait. I'm pumped. Perfect. Yeah, we miss you out there for sure. I know. I know. I know Big Dad misses me the most. He'll never say it to my oh, face. But he wouldn't stop talking about you. So. Well, he never does. He's got a shit <laughs> talk about somebody. It's true. It was nice to have it not be me. Did anybody lose an eye? No. No. No, no one. Nobody, no one smoked their teammate in the there. face, Dan. Well, then yeah. what's the fucking point? <laughs> Had you been there, someone <laughs> would have absolutely lost an eye. Well, that's um, what they get. Yeah. Well, we played a little a little more safe, I guess, this weekend. All right. Let's move on. Um, let's talk about... I am seeing something here that one of you is going to have to decode for me. Bauer babies. Someone speak up about that. Well, that's me. We, we touched briefly on it. On last week, uh, I moved to this week. Uh, Bar babies is just just the term that came to mind, but it is just somebody who refuses to use any other brand other than the brand they're currently using. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best brand or the worst. You know, we've got Nick with his Eagle gloves, which I, I can't say I've never put on a pair, so I don't know if they're actually good or total trash. Mm-hmm. That's so, why you're trash. Yes, that's <laughs> why I don't have my snake mitts. Um, that's why. But you see it a lot where, like, you know, the guy just, you know, a girl totally decked out head to toe. And I'm always going to throw Bauer under the bus because it's always fucking Bauer. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, whether it's, you know, nine times out of ten, if they're all using the same brand, every piece of gear, it's always top of the line. And they're usually trash and don't know anything about their equipment except that it's supposed to be the best, even though they yeah. might be the worst. And they are yeah. not open minded enough to try anything else. And it just, pisses me off because especially these days there is so much good hockey gear you know you know you know we got hockey wolf they got tons of it you know branch out a little bit try something you know like maybe i'll try eagle loves one day maybe i'll love them maybe i'll hate them but but i think the 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 hell out yeah the not problem but like the caveat to that is that like hockey equipment is really expensive so not necessarily saying like um you should stick to one thing forever because that's stupid um but it's hard to like actually try new equipment like there's not really demo days for gloves or this or that you know it's just like you if not you, for the average oh, beer league or no you're you're right it's it's yeah. difficult to you know because if you hate it you know you're out probably several hundred dollars you're, you're totally yeah. right and like i don't know i am someone that grew up having hand-me-downs so really anything that I don't, I'm not picky. I'm also not good enough to be picky. You know, I don't notice a difference between like things at different price points for the most part, like skates now I get. Um, and I'm probably always going to try and opt for like a higher end skate. But other than that, everything's pretty much the same. Like, yeah, one pair of gloves is going to be a little cozier on the inside than another, but like, they're all pretty much the same when you're playing, at least to me. And when it's a beginner player, especially like, yeah, there's subtle differences, but you don't need the top of the line stick. You're not going to touch the puck that much, first of all, and you're not going to be ripping slap shots in, like, your beginner league. Like, just get yourself started 
and maybe learn some things that you like, but to go out and like deck yourself out on top of the line and be brand specific right off the bat is so silly to me. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. And and it's it is tough to test. Like I'm lucky here we have a couple shops that have the rapid shot so you can test out sticks, you know, mm-hmm. shooting that way and you know, usually you can test out gloves and stuff, but the rest of it, you know, it's try it on and hope you like it. You yeah. know. It makes it definitely makes buying online more difficult. But yeah, I don't it, know it, that I could ever buy hockey equipment online oh, as I much as I'm am. like loving online. Well, you know what? It, it's it's weird. Like it, it's weird to it's weird that something like this would piss someone off like Dan. For me, because I, I like I basically like I wear what I like. I, I don't I don't really care what other people think. I mean, if I care what other people think, I sure as hell wouldn't have snakeskin gloves. That's for mm-hmm. damn sure. Because all I do is get chirped, mercy. <laughs> uh, you know, repeatedly for it, and, but it, for, for me, it's it's whatever you're comfortable with. And if you're comfortable wearing all Bauer, then who care? Who cares what I think, right? And then the same goes with like uh, Trish. Like I, I mean, I've I worked around you know beginner hockey players, and it wasn't that long ago that I was a beginner myself. And if if they want to buy top of the line gear, then more power to them. I, I mean, I've heard all the arguments with top of the line gear is more protective, yada yada yada. Sure. All that stuff is good. I mean, when I was doing the beginner stuff, I, I would always say, you know, the things you need to invest in uh, from the from the start is probably a, a good good helmet and a mm-hmm. good pair of pants and, and decent skates. And the rest of the stuff, you, you can do whatever. But if you have the, the money to buy whatever you want and you want a $400 stick coming in the beginner program, then who am I to say that's stupid, right? It's just you, you do what you want. Now, I will say it's stupid if, if I come out and someone has – a $400 stick and they have, uh, you know, 1971 hockey pants and the power 4,500 hockey helmet, uh, just because those aren't, uh, those aren't protective. And when you're a beginner, like you first have to learn to, uh, to, to protect yourself, uh, when you're on the ice and, and make sure you're not going to get hurt. So, but I mean, I, so for me, it doesn't really matter. Like I'm sure, like I notice things like when people wear T-blades, and I chirp them, and when they wear tin advisors, and I chirp them. But it really, like for me, it's just like you know what? If that's just what he likes to wear, then cool. Like Connor Brink wearing all purple. I mean, he looks like an idiot, but if that's how he feels comfortable and that's what he likes, then hey, more power to him. I think people being different and unique uh, is the key to uh, having an exciting life, right? Like if we were all the same, you know, if we were all the same and played the same and looked the same, then I, I basically be just like Wayne Gretzky and have that many goals so and just... <laughs> that's a dollar in the Gretzky jar yeah scumbag I'd be, I'd be a scumbag <laughs> we all looked looked and played like that guy yeah see but I like, agree I like think... go oh good I was just gonna say like in terms of being like a quote-unquote power baby like if you're choosing something because of the brand name over like how it feels like because oh I I couldn't buy CCM pants but they're fitting you better and like are more comfortable then yeah. that's where I really think it's stupid it's like and no I, think, I can't buy that because it's this brand it's like no yeah. if it's comfortable and it's gonna work for you over the like the thing that you're looking to buy because it has the right brand name on it I think you're being really stupid yeah and and that's really what what gets me it's like hey Bauer makes good products but so do so many other places like don't scoff at you know ccm or warrior or, or eagle you know if you just because you haven't tried it you know it's called mm-hmm. oh, it's but, not power that's trash well you don't know yeah but like, i mean that's like with with everything i mean like a, look I, I like i'm a fancy guy like i like nice things and like i like a pair of jeans and i pay 
too much money for jeans when I could spend $29 and buy a pair of Levi's, right? Yeah, but you, you, you buy what you like. And, you know, if, if someone says, I don't want to buy CCM because I think it's a lower quality brand, well, fuck, I mean, that's, that's their opinion, right? I mean, look, look how long ago, like, uh, like not that long ago when everyone thought Champion was the brand from Walmart. And now everyone's wearing champion again. Right. So I think it's just, it's a cyclical thing. And, you know, in, in five years, it might be all CCM might be the rage. I mean, look at, look at Randy. That's all he wears is CCM stuff. Yeah. And I mean, like, I was like, like I have Bauer pants. Yeah. See, I'm all over the place with my stuff, but it's, it's more about like what fits or, you know, like Nick says, what I like, I'm not going to be married to one brand. Mm Um, but, Uh, um, Yes. Basically, I wear I wear whatever uh, companies will send me for free. So, Hockey Wolf, <laughs> if you're listening, how oh, oh, oh. now you that's, see that's different. You know, just a, you know that's a little maybe, for the hockey maybe wolf. we need a hockey new wolf section called us, you know some goodies. What is Danny Vibes vibing with? What piece of equipment? If they want to send me some stuff to mess around with, I'm all for it. There you go. If Stark Hockey wants to start sending me some stuff, please. Hey, listen, literally free. any any hockey company. <laughs> well, I they mean. make some female specific gear that I'd be interested oh, gotcha. to try. Because that's a whole other thing, too. It's like, if you're a female hockey player, you might be stuck with whatever is going to fit you the most comfortably. Like, you can't really be brand-specific. And if you are, you're going to be a little bit stuck in some stuff. What's that called? Stark Hockey. Okay, I'm going to get Danny by a pair of those pants. He can try those bad boys on. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's do it. There you go. All right, next on the docket. Um, So a little bit of, speaking of female hockey players, a little bit of news. Um, It just came out that the NWHL is going to be adding a seventh team. Um, I, you know, I'm not a super business-minded person, but it seems a little interesting that, like, after not a disastrous season, but, like, a season that was a bit of a struggle and, like, the drama that's going on in the NWHL right now that they would be trying to add a new team um and it'll be in montreal which is great like having another canadian team is going to be awesome but uh yeah interested to hear your thoughts if you have any and if not, we can just move on but uh, i thought it was really interesting to hear uh you know i've kind of been i've, I've been a little bit out of the loop on the hockey news just for the past month because basically it's like uh i wake up i drive i get to a hotel read my little guy's stories and then i go to sleep and then I just kind of do that every day and then do hockey tournaments. Um, but I, like, I, I guess I'm a, I'm a little confused because uh, like everything that I was reading is that um, like Barstool was jumping in to, to start a, a woman's league. Mm-hmm. And so uh, like, I don't, I don't know the detail. You cut out there, Nick. Can you guys... Sorry about that. My, someone was calling me. Um, oh no, you're back. So, so basically, oh my gosh, now I got, hold on one second, I got to stop my, my audio book. Um, so I, I guess, I mean, it's kind of weird to me, like, it, it's almost like, okay, now NWH, it's NWHL, right? Like, they're the yeah. ones trying to get the extra team. So now they're going to compete against Barstool Hockey League, and now we're going to be in the same situation we, we were with the Canadian Women's Hockey League and the NWHL, where... You, they'd be way stronger if they just worked together instead of trying to have two competing leagues uh, trying to do the same thing. 
Well, and then we also have like the PWHPA who also just announced that they now have a partnership with the Blues. So that's four NHL teams backing the PWHPA. And that kind of support, I think, is a lot bigger than what's happening yeah, with the NWHL. Yeah. Um, like I, again, not a business-minded person, so I don't know all the things that are going on in the back end, but it seems to me like when you start getting the support from the NHL, which is where you need that support the most, then that's going to be where you're growing. And I don't see any of those kinds of partnerships with the NWHL, unfortunately. And the Barstool, on the Barstool front, that has been a little quiet. Like they did that Pink Whitney Cup where they had um, some female representation out there. But other than that, I haven't heard or seen anything about that actually coming to fruition. Who knows? There could, I like knowing Barstool, it could just be like tomorrow they're like, we have this league and we're crushing it and we're doing it. And that's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- yeah, I agree. It's... I think there really does need to be a united front. And I'm curious to see um, what happens with the PWHPA and those partnerships and if the NWHL is going to try and kind of slide in there in some way, shape or form. But again, I don't see that kind of support for them. And it, I'm not really sure why. Well, I, I've had friends that, that play in, in, well, the CWHL and then also the NWHL and chatting with them a while back, like it always it always seemed to me like that at the tops of both those leagues were uh, basically people that they were, they were power hungry, that they wanted to be the thing. And so instead of talking unity, they, they just, they wanted to do, do things their way and, and, and be, be the show. Right. And so, uh, I mean, I think that when, when you're trying to, when you're trying to bring, you know, exposure and viewership and, and gain fandom to have two competing factions is, is, is really hard. I mean, I, I, I don't know how you, how you reach your goals when you, when you have, when you're spreading out the, I mean, I guess the talent would be the way you'd say you spread out the talent. Like, you know, one of the big complaints that, that you hear is, Oh, well that, you know, there's just not as much talent. Well, yeah. I mean, the talent's watered down because, you know, you have two different leagues and mm-hmm. this league has their top players. This league has their top players. And I, I guess I obviously I wasn't alive when, when, you know, the NFL wasn't the NFL and it was just, you know, the AFL and the NFC or whatever, but I mean, look, they combined to make one, one great product and now it's a, it's a beast. Right. So maybe, you know, maybe, maybe uh, like you said, we're not business minded people in that sense. Like I've, I've never ran a professional hockey league or professional hockey team, but uh, to me, it would make all the sense in the world if there was just one central professional women's league and, Mm -hmm. but, And I I think that's mostly the goal of the PWHPA. I think they have really, like, they have incredibly strong backing. They have, they have, I mean, the top female players, like, they really do. They have the top talent there. Um, And I think they're. Do they have Captain Trish Dangle of the A Champion Omaha Draft Experience team? No, no, they don't have her yet. They're negotiations. They better lock her up. I hear she's fine. I know. Listen, you know. the word's getting out there there's people my phone's been ringing off the hook since I got back um so there's going to be some deals on the table for sure um but I think talking about like watered down talent it's also you know there's plenty of female talent out there like look at like women's college hockey like there's some awesome talent out there but there's also no incentive to play in a league like that really like you're not getting isn't there the way that is for the men yeah, and it makes sense as to why and, and all that, but it's like, how do you get 
those awesome hockey players to actually commit to a league like that where the the return isn't that great and they still need to hold down a full-time job outside of that like so that's just not feasible for a lot of a lot of people so they'll find different avenues to represent hockey and, and do great things but if there's not a huge incentive for them to play because it's not a viable option as a lifestyle for for all the players for sure anyway those are, those were my two cents <laughs> about that. Next. I didn't think I had Next. Oh, well, wait, before, before we, before we move, move on for that, I just, I, I just want to tell you again, like we're all about supporting people that support us. And so whenever we do these, these reads for hockey, Wolf, it's because they support us to help make the show better. And they support a lot of the things that we do in terms of making merchandise that we are able to sell at, at tournaments and, they're even going to come to a couple tournaments and do on-demand printing of merchandise. Ooh. So well, go great. check out Hockey Wolf. Yeah, go yeah, check out HockeyWolf.com. And every time you hear Hockey Wolf, you have to give them the house. So when I say Hockey Wolf, everyone goes, oh, oh, oh. Okay, perfect. Dan, you fucking let us down again, bud. I'm saving it up, <laughs> bud. Just wait. He's going to have one really right. good one. <laughs> one. Yeah, but Next you're not going to win. Ooh, can't wait. Um, So next I wanted to, this is like, hot topic right now the nhl ref that was let go for a hot mic comment that he made about wanting to give the preds a penalty i'm curious your thoughts i think it i think it's overkill i don't know how y'all are seeing that situation 100 percent. it's the, that's the dumbest thing like do does the nhl think that we don't know that refs sometimes make calls to one control the game or two because they just don't like certain players and teams. Listen, I, I saw it with, with the Calgary Flames and Dennis Weidman. As soon as Weidman hit that ref, Weidman said it was an accident. They said it wasn't. Uh, it, then calls all of a sudden, like going from the least penalized team to the most, it, it, it was very clear what was happening. And it happens in, in all, all sports. I mean, it happens in beer league hockey. I know for a fact, like I used to work with a bunch of referees uh, for a large league, and I've heard referees say, "Hey, give this guy a penalty early if he does something, because if you don't, if you just let him go out there run around, it'll get crazy." And mm-hmm. so, like they they know, like, and I would assume pro refs e- even more so, like they they know that they're troublemakers. They know that you know sometimes you have to set the tone. And I think it's stupid that the NHL is like, "Oh my God, this is so ridiculous. We have to we we have to fire this guy for for saying what." everyone knows already happens anyway. Absolutely. And like, like I used to ref long time ago and what, you know, what you're saying is true. Like there's absolutely what, like you'll talk to your partner, talk to somebody like, all right, watch this guy. And if he does something, do it early. We're going to deal with this shit later. Like, doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's a legit call or if it's, you know, it's questionable, they're going to make it They're Like the refs can control the game in every sport. Mm-hmm. And sometimes and... they absolutely do. And sometimes they absolutely don't. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot, you know, they're them letting him go is you know the nhl is getting caught red-handed this guy saying it on a hot mic like those conversations happen there's like we all know that they do like no like we're not stupid but hey personally you know what they should do they they should get rid of officials at all hockey games really (laughs) oh god and just listen listen, they get rid of people that would die listen they get rid of all officials in the game but on every seat back they put little voting controllers and you get to vote 
if it was a penalty. They could even do it like American Idol and at home can That's vote. First. So everyone at home gets online and you're like, okay, well, do you think that was a tripping? And then, oh, well, 51% said it was a tripping. So that's two minutes for tripping. Yeah, I would not well, make it, the armchair Make it more interactive. <laughs> no, because, make it I mean, way more interactive. Interactive would be great. Like, hey, thank God for Virgil thinking out of the box because what are we going to do without him? But come on. Every home team is just going to throw the away team in the box every chance they get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, does, does the NHL not? The, home ice the NHL wants to but, increase scoring. If they want, you know, the NHL doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, they do. They want to increase scoring, Dan. I've been in those conversations. They said, Nick, um, how do you increase scoring? We know that you score a lot. So how, how do you do it? And I'm like, easy. Everyone wears snakeskin gloves. They're dangerous. <laughs> They score goals. So now we'll see that change for, for next season for sure. Hey, listen, I was gonna t- I was gonna tell you the story when we talked about draft experience, but I forgot it just popped in my head. But I didn't have a very good tournament this weekend. Like you didn't um, have you know, fun I, or just a poor no 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 I had a lot line. of fun, but uh, on the stat sheet, which isn't which isn't important. That's like I, moment, I can man. I can I can do no come on, Dan. I, I usually have you know, I usually have three to five goals and about a hundred assists every every tournament. And um, magically, more block shots than me to not play oh, defense. Oh, yeah. But I'm a shot blocker. But, but on Sunday, I was wearing those Eagle gloves, and I just knew it was tough. You know, I, I, w- I was basically relegated to the third line, but we only had two lines. Um, so, you know, I was just sitting on the bench, and I, I just got a feeling. I got a feeling in my body. By the way, I'm passing the, uh, the border from uh, Indiana to Ohio right now. Just going right under that arch right there. But anyway, so um, I, I was looking. I was playing this game with the uh, cause and uh, my, my man Jason Limbacher, and um, I looked at both of them and I said, "Man, I, I'm feeling weird." And they said, what, "What do you mean?" And I said, "I don't. I can't explain it, but I'm I'm fucking feeling dangerous right now." And I'll shit you not. Fifteen seconds into that shift, I, I scored the game-winning goal. What ended up being the game-winning goal, but it's third period. And I, I, I owe that all to those snakeskin gloves. And so I think that that's how you increase scoring in, in, in all leagues. Everyone wears snakeskin gloves. Feel good, play good. Bingo. But I did. Hey. I, I called it. I said, I'm feeling dangerous. And uh, I wish I'd feel dangerous more often, to be honest Nick with you. Nick loves to call his shots. Loves it. I, hey, listen, hey, I, I know a lot of people aren't going to believe me, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Limbacher and Cause and be like, can you confirm this story? Because I think when I say this, a lot of people say, because Limbacher's uh, they a credible think, source. They, they think I'm bullshit. But because is, I mean, he's a cop in Chicago, right? So you got you got to trust the, the guys in blue. And so, I, you know, I think, uh, I think I'm going to call him and do that. I've done it before. And here's what's crazy. I don't know if you guys get this, but sometimes when, when this kind of stuff happens, does it ever happen, like, in slow-mo for you guys? Um, Anyone ever, ever get the slow-mos? How often that. do you think I'm scoring where it gets to be in slow motion for me? But it could yeah. be it could be it could be other things though. Like I mean, like in baseball, it used to happen to me all the time. It doesn't happen very often in uh, in hockey, but it does happen some. And I always wondered, like, does that happen to other people? Where like it's 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 almost like you're you're in the, that's the zone, right? I mean, that's no, the zone right. that everyone that's says get in the zone. zone. That is, and the it's zone, like for sure. everything slows down, and you're just like, huh, I can do basically whatever I want right now. And, and you know that that's that's what happens, right? And so, um, so I guess maybe it does. Maybe when people say they're in the zone, that's what they see. 
But I know it did happen to me a, way, a lot more in baseball than it, than it does in hockey. But I do like it when it happens in hockey. I mean, yeah, I think that'll happen to me on like a one-on-one coming into the zone. Um, as a defense person, that's probably the time where I am like zoned in and get that little bit of slow-mo, but not certainly not all the time. Um, and uh, yeah, again, I don't score goals. So none of that like. I don't see it a lot motion. on offense, but I'm with Trish on seeing a little bit on defense from time to time. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. Um, I, want- I love when you call your shots, though, Nick. Like, you called your what? shot. Was it, was it Cincy That's- when you told me you were going to Pound Town? I think he's driving through a dead zone. Yeah, we lost you again, Nick. Fucking Ohio. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yep, and I did. Yep, yes, we back. can hear you now. I, I guess maybe I just, maybe I just need to... Wait, hold on. You know why? It's because I only got one bar of service. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you? Can. Oh, okay. Man, You're standing there, so I didn't put everything yeah. I had into that one because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to put that one right through your chest. So, no need. No need yeah. to kill. Can you no need to kill someone thought, on the actually, ice. Cause you, uh, just because I need to go to pound town, but just back. know that I could have. Yeah. Well, I only got two bars here, so it's you know. Can I restate my thought where, where um, I knew Dan was standing there, so uh, I didn't want to. Well, I didn't want to put yet. everything I got into it. I didn't want to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I well, I, I, I did want it. I mean, that's just a warning shot. I think he expected next, me to move, time, and I was just like, I'm not moving. Subconsciously, time, he didn't want to hurt you. His body held back on him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not out there. Yeah. I'm not out there to hurt anybody, right? I'm, I'm just out. I'm just out there to have fun. You know, it's uh, you know, Nikki go lucky. I'm just out there, just having fun. And, uh, you know, I do like having points and I do like calling my shots. So, but I, I do think that, uh, that it would be, it would be very fun to have NHL games that are interactive. I think to a certain point. Yeah. But I like, I don't know. I am totally fine to just be a passive consumer of a hockey game here and there. But I mean, all right. So well, maybe how about not more? interactive in the games? Cause I'm not, I'm not quite sure how that works without, unless it is, you know, the penalty stuff, unless, you know, Hey, maybe you're, you're setting the lines and the lineup and people vote on that. Ooh, or, that would be super you go fun. Deeper, actually. Say you're, you're, you know, your, uh, your GM or your owners just, you know, have a dumpster fire of a team. And they're like, you know, we're going to turn over the fans. Who do we yeah, sign? I Who do think we trade? What do we go fun. for? Uh, I mean, I can think of a few teams that would be like, thank God to give us control. The Sabres. Yeah, Sabres oh, yep. they're trash, dude. <laughs> that, no, that's like away. a big downside of playing in Buffalo, not being like, you know, like the Sabres aren't my team. Everybody in every locker room just wants to talk about the Sabres, and I'm just like, you guys are all idiots because the team sucks. Like, stop telling me that trading Jack Eichel is going to be, you know, the cure because he's your best player, whether he's on the ice or not. Yeah, it's not. You invested in Taylor Hall instead of a goalie. You still have a defenseman who is just the second coming of Tyler Myers, who has no confidence and plays like shit every night and Ristolainen. But oh no, he puts up points. Well, when he's negative eighty nine on the season, his points don't mean shit. All right. All right. Enough. Enough mm-hmm. NHL talk. I don't think any of our guys need to hear no, about the Sabres. No, but I do think I it would be really fun to put some of that in the fans' hands because you you hear complaints all the time and people like think they know Armchair everything. GMs. Yeah, and so to give a little bit of the power back to them and see how that works out, I think would be really fun. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, and and it would be like I mean, it give those people a chance to shine. Would I participate? Probably not because I don't pay attention enough to like really make a decision here and there but there are people that are super passionate about it and i think that would make them more invested like if the nhl is looking to get people more invested that's a fun way to do it yeah it's, it's fun to think about but i don't i don't see uh, any viable way uh but 
There's no way. But, but it'd be fun. No, it'd be no, fun. definitely not. But it's a fun idea to think about. Um, All right. Next up, Nick. We went. Um, we went and talked about Omaha and figured out what my favorite part of the weekend was. But we never got to talk about your favorite part of the weekend. I know you were busy, but you must have had like some uh, some moments. I, listen, I will. I will say this to everyone that asked me about Omaha hockey. Uh, it, it it is literally the hockey mecca of the Midwest. You would never guess that there's that many passionate hockey people in Omaha, Nebraska. It just no one when you think Omaha, Nebraska, you do not think hockey, but there is so much hockey there, and the connections between like the BLPA and a lot of different things. It just makes it an, an electric place to go and play and hang out. Like we went to uh, there's a, a hockey player that um, that owns a restaurant called Wilson and Washburn, and crazy place it's in old downtown and like an old brick warehouse it's got a really cool vibe to it it was named after two prostitutes uh in omaha that uh that were big in in the instrumentation of making it a city and they literally have the best wings uh, in omaha some of the best wings i've ever had really because what they do is they they uh they not only they like they smoke them and then they fry them and they sauce them and they put them and char them afterwards and they're so good Love and uh, like I, I gotta say it, they almost fooled me. They almost fooled me because they make homemade ranch, homemade blue teas, and we're eating. And I eat some. He goes, "Oh, let me go get you some ranch." I'm like, "Oh, did I not just dip that in ranch?" He's like, "Are you sure that was ranch? It was blue teas, but it was runny. Like it wasn't like the big glob blue teas that you usually get." And it, the only reason I knew it was blue teas is because it had that like uh, I can't I can't explain like the aftertaste, like the dry the weird after mm-hmm. yeah of, of blue yeah. teas. Uh, but it was good, and their homemade ranch was to die for too. So I mean, the the, the my favorite part of the weekend was just being in Omaha because it's such a it's such a rad little place that you don't expect to be a cool hockey town. Um, but as far as the tournament goes, I mean, I thought the jerseys were wild and out there, and I, I'm a big fan of wild and out there. They they look they looked cool, and just the the people like like I, I mean I I just kind of find like the crew that that we're kind of assembling and growing and fostering and cultivating is just, I mean, there's some of the, the best people I, I've ever met in hockey. And I've met a lot of, a lot of people in hockey and just to like, just to see like everyone kind of come together. Like we had a whole group of uh, girls that came from Colorado Springs and they were the, just the life of the party. And, you know, you, you start getting people like that mixed with other people that kind of have the same attitude and it's just, uh, it's an electric wild time. And that's what, that's what Omaha was, and I, I mean, I, geez, I, I'd go back and play again next week if we had another tournament there. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm hoping Columbus kind of has the same thing. I'm, I'm a little worried about the BLPA bash because my goal is to take the social interaction and the social I, ideals from the draft and move them over into a, the team tournament. But I, I'm just not sure how how that can be facilitated uh, in the first one. Like, I think you kind of have to gradually move towards that and not just you know have it all happen but so we'll see so i'm i'm definitely excited about that and but omaha was great first ever six team draft experience and nice to have six teams to where you get a little break in between games you're not just playing you know every other game or a back-to-back game so that that was Mm kind of nice for sure yeah so talk to me about what you're most excited about for the bash because you like expressed a worry and i think honestly providing beer is going to be like a spark for that social activity. So I don't, um, 
I think it, yeah. I think it's going to be fine. I think we need some buy-in from a couple of teams to like hang out, socialize with other teams. And I think well, that's going to like, happen. I know, I, like, I know, I know how that, like I've done team tournaments before on my own and we were able to kind of do it. They, they weren't nearly as big. Like they weren't 32 teams. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, 16, I think has kind of been the biggest I, I've done. So we're, we're more than doubling that, but I, Trisha, I think and not to be like, oh, sexist or that kind of guy, but I think if you get buy-in from the female teams, then then you'll have a lot more dude teams out there trying to party up. Yeah. I, that's just that's just kind of the mix of, of how it goes. Like when you when you kind of add that kind of interaction, it just kind of brings in a, a whole different atmosphere. Like I said it with the, the Colorado Springs girls. I mean, of course, you know, guy, guys want to be where the girls are. Like that's no that's no secret uh, to life. Like you go to nightclubs and they let in a bunch of girls. So that way more dudes will come. Right. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think, I think, yeah, having buy-in from like that all female division uh, is going to be huge to kind of just be out there hanging out and having a good time. Yeah. But I know Indy Speed also... will be out there crushing beers for sure. Oh, Indy Speed. Indy I, Speed. I've heard some, I've heard some stories about Indy Speed and beer crushing. <laughs> so hopefully we'll, we'll get them out there, but uh, yeah. And then, I mean, just, just the hard part to bring that social aspect to it is why it's so unique with the draft is that um, no one really cares about winning or losing. And sure. We make jokes about, Oh, we win the A final and okay. It is maybe we do like to, I like to win the A final for sure, but it's not like ultra super competitive mm-hmm. and team tournaments are kind of, Hey, you're going there to win the, the, the team tournament, right? People want to go, they want to win the tournament. Like they're assembling teams to win. So you, you have to find that happy medium of leave that on the ice, right? Leave it on the ice mm-hmm. and, and, you know, out in the parking lot, you know, grab a burger and a beer and, and, you know, talk about, you know, the game you just played uh, with, with the people you played with. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's kind of, that's the thing. And like, I know it's like, I have a pretty good crew of people that help out, obviously Danny and big dad and tech and my business partner, Randy, um, but that's going to be crucial, especially this weekend, because, like, you know, I have to take photos. I have to play host. I have to make sure everything's going. So, you know, it's not going to be that as much hands-on time to to kind of, uh, I guess, guide the experience to that that mm-hmm. that degree. So, uh, but I am looking for – I wish I was playing. Uh, that's kind of the bummer about team tournaments. I just have this, this personal hang-up about uh, it's a team tournament, and if my team was to some – somehow win the team tournament that wouldn't be good optics so i'm just like why i'll just host and and do it that way which that's kind of a little bit of a bummer but it is what it is what are you looking forward to the most me uh well geez i mean 500 beer leaguers right what what better way to spend a weekend (laughs) than uh drinking beer with with 500 beer leaguers that's you know that's kind of whole goal is to unite beer leaguers and you can you can unite them you know six and eight draft experience or six and eight team draft experience tournaments at a time uh, which is nice which is 80 and 100 players at once but if you can if you can unite them 500 players at once it's just all the better i think Mm -hmm. dan what are you most excited about oh man um i'm excited for the whole thing like obviously you know we've all played in team tournaments they're not always the most fun but knowing that you know, this is the same group of people that, you know, do the DEXs, which, you know, mm-hmm. who doesn't love one of those? Like, you just know it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, like Nick says, getting 500 players together, like, that's that's huge. That's, yeah. that's and insane. Let me, 
and let me just add in an outdoor setting, we're not going to be congregating inside. We won't all 500 be together at the same time. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we, we, there's still COVID restrictions in place and, and we understand that. And it looks like it's going to be a nice day. It's supposed to be 70 and sunny on Saturday, which Ooh. is rad. Um, yeah. And I, let me oh, go yeah, back and say one thing every day. One thing <laughs> that I am super excited about is seeing big dad's dreams get crushed with Baja blast and him not winning his division that would that would make the tournament I mean, I'm on uh, that team so that uh, feels uh, good thanks yeah that's your success for you. <laughs> well hurt hey sometimes Damn. you get a so, hey sometimes you you get affiliated you know with certain people and you, it's just collateral damage and uh i love big dad we're buddies uh but i, I know for a fact big facts that he he wants to win that uh that belt and that chain yeah he wants and, the chain mm-hmm. and because i'm his buddy I don't want to see him win that belt <laughs> and that chain. That's true friendship. So, right like, there, first y'all. of all, who true says friendship. he gets to keep the chain? There's a whole team well, of people. I mean, it, it, it go it goes to the GM. I, that that's the thing. Like everyone's like, well, why can't we have a team prize? I'm like, well, I mean, these chains are expensive. Like it's not like I can just, you know, oh, yeah. Like it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the change. And like for obviously people haven't seen them or gotten to hold them yet. Like they are epic. And I just think <laughs> like I went to so many. I've, I've went to so many I've went to so many tournaments where it's just a boring old t-shirt and I get it, at least everyone gets a t-shirt but let's be honest like a, a lot of pe- some people do wear them but a lot of people don't they just go in a closet um and so I was trying to do something that would just be like unique and, oh, and yeah. cool and different the wall, people have to ask about it and then mm-hmm. and then as we go like we keep growing and then maybe we we find a hey th- these guys are sponsoring the award so that way you know we we can do stuff I mean we could buy a chain for everyone, but I mean, you think about that. I mean, there's ten more people that need a chain. That's like thirty five hundred dollars more a team, uh, a division. So you divide that by teams. I just think I don't think people want to want to pay for that. Maybe they do. I don't know. But um, I I just I I thought it was a something cool, something different. When I saw it, I, I thought, man, this would be really cool to uh, win. I went to a tournament where we got a team award. I was the GM, and it was just like a like a a crystal plaque which was cool yeah. but it uh, you know so i was like well let's do something that's that's just something cool that people can kind of brag about look i got this big ass well, chain, and it's right? like so. it's like a locker room award you know it's like something that's a little oh, yeah. obnoxious and fun that like you know if you if you do play together elsewhere like that's your new team award you know you get a belt yeah. you get a chain oh it's, absolutely it's and those fun. are those are so yeah. much well, fun. you don't like, get to, obviously you don't get to keep the belt that's the belt is like the traveling trophy okay. where your your name's engraved on it but you get the big uh you get the big chain as the team award yeah the and like i a, think it's like really the fun. size of your head it's huge <laughs> it's something fun and like yeah i i have a lot of t-shirts from tournaments and i'll wear them to the rink once in a while but i'm not like wearing them every day and like i don't think i have any memorabilia i mean bottle openers and stuff that we won that are just helpful i have a box but uh the chain is really fun those tournaments but they literally just sit in my basement yeah yeah so i think this is a like that's a fun and different thing and i think teams will find a use for it i think that's like a hilarious locker room award so obnoxious so flavor flav yeah, it's pretty great in the best kind of way awesome so, so yeah well anything I'm else excited, on the docket me but i'm really excited to just play with a new team this will be a new women's team for me oh yeah so i forgot you're with a new folks. team yeah so that'll be really exciting for me it'll feel almost like a draft tournament again because it's just you know 
new it's folks that I've though. never played with before. Yeah, I'm super pumped about it. So, you know, yeah, it's like always really definitely... fun to play with people you know, but like super fun to show up and be like, all right, let's put this together. Yep, that's great. And like, I've got people on my team that like, I know from, from the DEXs, but I've never, I've never played with them. Mm -hmm. So that'll be, you know, that'll be fun, but you got a whole team. That's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. So super excited, but yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Let Nick uh, continue to safely drive so that he can get to Columbus and we'll be back next week with hopefully some super fun stories from, uh, from Columbus. At least hey, just for the record, just yeah. for the record, I'm 69 miles away from Columbus. Hilarious. Oh, just, pull, just pull over now. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. Hey, thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you go check out the Hockey Wolf. Check out uh, the tournaments, tournamentcompany.com. There's BLPA bashes coming everywhere for sure. Same with draft experiences. But BLPA bashes in Laurel, Maryland. We only have nine team spots for that one. We have Madison, Wisconsin coming up in June. And then we have Las Vegas that we just booked, haven't announced. So I guess this is the, hey, we're having a Las Vegas BLPA bash. And then Ooh. draft experience on the flip side. Uh, the next one, uh, two in April, Colorado Springs and Vegas. And then in May, we have Cleveland and Boston. In June, I don't think we have one. In July, we have Seattle and Denver. In August, we have Oklahoma City and Eagle River, Wisconsin. And then September, we have a draft experience every weekend in september we have washington dc we have nashville we have cincy and we have charleston south carolina so, dang a lot of hockey time. coming up yeah yeah a lot of hockey mm -hmm. so all right anything all right. else to add guys before we leave nope good. that's it thanks hockey all right Wolf. yeah hockey wolf be good or be good at it <laughs>